Welcome to my Stethoscope of Tea, the podcast, where we talk to different doctors about their field of work, experiences, and the steps they took to get to where they are today. I am Shena. And I am Raji. And we're your hosts for today's session. Join us as we hear about their journey towards getting that degree straight from an MD and learn how you can follow in their footsteps as a future doctor. This podcast is powered by UP Pre-Med Society Baguio Co-presented by Hiraya PH The UPLB Society of Pre-Med Students UP Subol Society Baguio UP Namnama Baguio UP Sikat UP Biology Society And brought to you by Simply Hope Hey, 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 what's up? Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. And thank you for tuning in to My Stethoscope of Tita podcast. Guys, I can't tell you enough how excited I am for this episode. Well, because this is going to be a field I'm very interested to get into in the future. Well, kasi isa sa mga pangarap ko yung masabi ng 10-blade. Tapos mabibigyan ka ng scalpel sa kamay mo. It's like, you're ready to, you know, start operating. <laughs> Ako ko ang simple lang ng pangarap ko pero dream ko talaga yun guys. <laughs> Don't judge. So I guess by that, magigat siya naman kung anong context ng podcast natin for today. So, joining us today is a graduate of the University of the Philippines College of Medicine. She has been practicing plastic and reconstructive surgery for 15 years. And presently, she's also a clinical faculty at the Ateneo School of Medicine and Public Health as well as a program director of the Medical City's Fellowship Training Program in Plastic Surgery. Let us welcome Dr. Catherine Yap Acedillo. So, Hi! Hello! <laughs> Hello, Kudo! Yeah, it's nice to be here. Uh, it's fun talking to college students. Wow. I would like to interview you guys back. <laughs> Maybe next time, Doc. But Doc, this Before everything or anything, kamusta ka naman? So, I think you've had a very tiring day. Siyempre kanina, ano? <laughs> Nabutan ka po namin pa-uwi pa lang. So, so... Ano naman? Well, uh, I think generally, traffic is less. So, that, you know, because of the pandemic. So, it, it's been a little bit better. And sorry, it's so cliche. But if you actually like what you do, it's actually fun. <laughs> so, not, you know, not too tiring. Kami man, excited na po sa part na yan. <laughs> Alright. We'll uh, get straight to it. Uh, dadako na po tayo sa pinaka-important question kung bakit may podcast today. Uh, na usually tinatanong sa med school applications. I'm sure you know your answer already. I'm sure you've heard a lot of answers for this mm-hmm. question. Why did you decide to become a doctor? I was telling you guys during our pre-meet no, that Hmm. Honestly, I think I decided to become a surgeon first before becoming a doctor. I think it always fascinated me, no? How mm-hmm. while cutting up people or patients, you can actually make them get better, and the results are usually instant. <clears throat> it's dramatic. It's it's always been very fascinating for me. So yeah, that's why I decided to become a doctor and a surgeon. To to learn more about people to help people is that the right doc yeah of course you know you mm-hmm. you, you help them uh, it's life changing especially in mga surgical fields no? life changing and not just for the patients but for their families and friends also yeah mm-hmm. and I think naman kasi na ano 
when you're if you wish to enter like the medical field it's more of gusto gusto mo ata to have that trait to just want to help people no yeah kasi kasi it's just more than just have it just going it for the degree it's more that diba I think yeah they always say diba another cliche nga it's not uh, just a job right it's it's really a vocation it's something you really believe in something you're passionate about and what i like i think about being a doctor i was telling you guys no na whether you get compensated or not you actually still you, you just end up helping people all the time because the field itself is inherently noble the same as you know yung mga teachers diba never ka makakasama eh. unlike oh never mind let's not mention <laughs> okay redacted <laughs> all right when yeah. you were pursuing this calling doc maraming interested you know since um online yung setup namin ngayon for you sa nung face to face pa of course what was your favorite med school experience in UPCM Oh, you know that was actually fun. I had this one duty na I was <clears throat> I was on duty in pediatrics and I was at the nursery. Diba? That's where all they bring the new babies who are like mm-hmm. who've just been born. And that that duty was actually also my birthday. So nakakatuwa kasi parang <laughs> hey, all these standing babies <laughs> tonight, we have the same birthday. <laughs> you know, that was fun. That was fun. And um incidentally, I think that was also like one of the first few times I actually met my husband. He was a batch oh. higher oh. than me. So, diba? Extra, extra memorable pa. Love story oh. pa lang med school for you, Doc. Oh my God. <laughs> Two birds with one stone. <laughs> Maybe for a lot of people it is because for one, there's not much time to meet people from elsewhere. But also I think because you share the same passion and then maybe you share the same stresses and that person just might understand you a little bit better than if um hindi siya doctor it helps a lot actually in practice we're both surgeons my my husband is an orthopedic surgeon so surgery is mostly fun but it actually also has its tough moments so it helps to have a partner who understands what you you know what keeps you awake at night what you worry about you were asking me lang about my favorite med school experience na uwi sa love story <laughs> Look, i oh, think I that's that. already a med school experience feel ko ano eh feel ko talaga love story yung ano yung pakay namin isa sa mga pakay namin for med school is that enough <laughs> enough about my ano there <laughs> <laughs> ano pero like to think about it so i think med school in itself is a different journey no Like it's compared to med school and then residency and then your fellowships, really mm-hmm. something else. Is there something we want to share that's that we want to know about uh, living our lives? Siguro <laughs> for med yeah, school yeah. for residency. You, when you're in medical school, siguro you you'll be going through all the rotations. Fun yon. It's a time of discovery. Kasi makikita nyo kung parang yung personality nyo, yung strengths and weaknesses nyo, saan bagay. You'll also figure out what you're most passionate about. You know, you'll be doing something. <clears throat> like when I rotated through surgery, I thought, this is what I want to be doing for the rest of my life. I can imagine doing this for the next 50 years of my life. Yung ganyan. So, fun. Med school is fun. You keep your, you know, you keep your options open. Don't, parang don't decide right away, di ba? 
experience everything. Med school is <clears throat> a huge learning experience because grabe, you you meet so many kinds of people. I mean, you'll meet so many kinds of patients. And they will enrich you talaga. And then you meet so many yung colleagues mo, classmates, mentors, tormentors. <laughs> very, <laughs> very, 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 very enriching experience. I think, and then residency naman, mas focused. Kasi yun na yung gusto mo talaga. So for me, mas fun yun. Mas nakakapagod in terms of the commitment and the time and the physical and mental and the psychological stress. But It was like a crucible, really, you know? Sobrang daming cliches eh sa podcast na to. Pero <laughs> that's what I think the journey in becoming a surgeon is. And diba, they always say that residency was tough, but it, you know, it trains you into a... You want to be a competent and a safe surgeon. And before you get there, there's so much to learn eh. There's so much to experience and you really have to mature as a doctor, as a person. There's a lot of mental, psychological, physical hurdles. Pero yon, very enriching, very fulfilling. Yeah. And whatever it is you guys go through, med school or residency, what won't kill you will only talaga make you stronger. Always remember that. <laughs> Noted. Remember that. I don't know. And if you might have heard stories that some people, di ba, nahihirapan sila and they quit. Are, are you familiar with that? Nahihirapan yeah. sila. I think the only person that who can make you quit is really yourself. Not like a tough senior or a tough teacher. I think you owe it to yourself not to quit because of all these external things. Di ba? Your family put you there. There's a lot of personal and sacrifices from your family. So if you really want it, don't allow anybody to <clears throat> to dictate your life plan for you. So you just go there, come in every day, get the job done, and eventually you will graduate. Eventually. <laughs> Ev- yung eventually talaga yung keyword doon. Pero, no, no, pero no. Doc. It's very fast. Bilis lang yun. You, it's like a, parang you'll miss it. Blink of an eye. Ang bilis. So many things happening all at the same time. Pero Doc, na-intrigue ako dun sa sinabi mo na I think you na-discover mo ata na mas fit ka maging surgeon before a doctor. Mm-hmm. Tapos, alam mo talaga from the rotation na surgery talaga papasok. Mm-hmm. So, ano yung meron naalala mo pa ba yung like that that one moment talaga like that one specific moment na nasabi mo surgery talaga eto na talaga yung like dahil sa hiwa na to eto yung kukunin ko <laughs> do you still remember that moment ha? baka paper cut pala yung hiwa oh, okay. baka, baka ano eh baka ako anong stinistitch ni Doc or hindi hiwa na Just like eto na talaga yung dream ko hmm. let's see when in UP kasi in med school we go into the clinical rotations i think earlier than the other medical schools parang the first three years for most med schools is didactics it's all classroom so you pick us at two years lang and on the third year you really go na into the hospital so it was just that it was probably all my duties in the surgery er sa pgh and really all sorts of cases yon parang war zone yon eh ang pgh surgery er You'll have patients with stab wounds, tapos collapsed lungs. Tapos, you know, you see all the surgeons, the whole team just rushing in. Tapos, they put in a chest tube. And in an instant, like in three seconds, the patient is instantly better and they just save, save that patient's life. It's very dramatic. 
it's very impressive for a med- medical student to witness. And that's just med school, right? Hindi pa yan yeah. residency, hindi pa yan. Actually, it's something. Residency naman, by the time you get there, alam mo na, nagkusto mo mag-surgery. I mean, siguro it would be good if you apply for surgery residency. You have to be fairly, you know, it would be nice to be fairly decided about it. Because the hours are long, the commitment asked of you and the sacrifices for the interim, for the time that you undergo training, which can be anywhere from five to seven years you kind of really put your life on hold. We're not talking about work-life balance here for those five to seven years that you're in training. And I think it's not wise for you to be looking for work-life balance kasi compromise mo yung training mo. Yun yung building blocks mo eh, nagagamitin mo for the rest of your surgical career. So you give it your all. That would be my advice anyway. Does that sound bad? No, naman. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, don't, I mean, don't, 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 don't ever, ever compromise your, no, don't compromise your training. But it does mm-hmm. make sense naman, kasi, say, it's gonna be something you're gonna work with for the rest of your life. Especially, okay. syempre, mahal mo nga yung, ano, yung specialty. But, ito nga, Doc, um, when, as a resident na, like, what made it, Paano mo nasabi na this is really something unique or different compared to other specialties? What made plastics or surgery, right? Surgery lang. Very to be To be honest, point. to be honest, you're not really thinking about it kasi super tindi ng trabaho. There was so much to be done. Yeah. Um, especially the first two years of surgery were really tough. You know, you're talking about Honestly, going on call for like 72 hours, um, very limited sleep, uh, very fast meals, but the whole team was behind you and you really learned to be a team player. Uh, siguro, you get the bigger picture. Parang first two years of surgery is all trees, you know, all the details, all just you're down there, not really seeing the big picture. But then when you're on your third year, your fourth year, your fifth year, you have more parang responsibilities as a surgeon. Uh, you get to really interact with patients more instead of just doing yung the scut work. Yeah, so you you know you realize naman, at least for me, I knew that yeah, th- this is what I want to be doing. I'm in the right path. At the same time, I think if you know for those people now you feel that residency was a mistake, na hindi talaga mo gusto, it might not make sense diba, to continue I mean so in, in that sense of course it's okay to quit it's not you know it's your life ikaw yun eh ikaw yung you're the what's the poem um, like my body my choice you know? or my life my choice of my soul I'm master of my fate kind of thing ah yeah so pero ano so, so that's residency life for you but hmm? yeah ah uh, yeah Pero ngayon, since now you're really like now I have surgery. work-life balance. Yeah, ito na yung work-life <laughs> if balance. That's what you're asking. Dito na, dito na yun. Kasi, Raj, I'd like to put it in here. We talked about this kanina, no? I wish that they shortened pre-med for you guys, for the younger generation. Amen. Especially for those who want to have families, and especially for the women, we do have a biological clock, diba? Uh, if I didn't yeah. make it to the intermed program, it might have been a very different story for me. And for me, I speak for myself. This is not for everybody, you know. 
not everybody wants to become a mom and not everybody is meant to be one but for me i think being a mom actually made me a better surgeon uh-huh. actually made me a better doctor yeah it made me a better doctor kasi iba iba din yung the perspective diba it it deepens it for me that's for me huh? having said that i know so many people who are single without kids who are equally equally competent and compassionate so that's mm-hmm. just for me So now I have work-life balance. I wish that pre-med was shortened for you guys because now we have K to 12 and people finish high school more late. Because I want, I want your generation to actually have more time to devote into the subspecialty. Because, di ba nags subspecialized, super subspecialized ngayon ng medicine, and I think that's the only way to move talaga medicine forward in the Philippines. Yeah, and I think yun yung pinag-usapan natin kanina. It's like Um, sa tawag dito, when people are going to med school, they're, they're having that problem na, I don't think kayo humapagsabay magkajowa or have a baby or have a family yeah, kasi yeah. we're all so focused. Ano yun, Rog? Very valid yun. Hindi siya, parang we we make jokes about it, right? Because I was in med school <laughs> like you guys. We make jokes about it but those are actually really valid and real concerns. So I'm praying that para sana soon, no? sana soon, they, they shorten pre-med They make it more similar to an intermed or a straight program, so you have more work. Ngayon work-life balance. Uh, basically, you you kind of control your time if you're in private practice, so it's easy enough to do. It's easy enough. It's not it's not an issue. For you, docs, uh, so part where you balance the life part or it work-life balance. How do you spend this with your kids? Like you said earlier. Well, um, it, it, yeah, of course, a lot of time with my family. A lot of time also for self-care, really. You know, yeah. you, you do the stuff you like, of course, no? Ako, personally, I like to cook. So, that's parang... The kitchen is like, for me, parang me time yan. Send ko po address time, namin later. <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, me time ko rin yung, yung clinic, you know? Oh. It's fun. It's really fun. Uh, I've been in practice for 15 years. I'm, you know, cliche again, but I'm I'm not jaded. Every workday is so different in plastic surgery because every case is always so different. Every patient is different. No two patients are alike. So it's really, really fun. So the pattern po ng iyong typical workday, it's not... Well, I have, I have I have like three days dedicated to clinics. And then I do normally just short procedures in the morning and clinics in the afternoon. And then the two other days of the week are for my longer surgeries. So I'm just mostly in the OR for those days. I keep my weekends free for myself and family. Um, no, I, still take, yeah, I still take some emergencies, but not the stuff I don't really like, like burns. It's not it's not my cup of tea. So yeah, yun. Um there's in between, you know, we uh we have a training program for plastic surgery. I also train yung surgery residents. I also teach in the med school a bit. And then we have lectures here and abroad. So ano pa nga ba? Yun. And some uh, work on publications too. So that's about it. Your teaching and pagwo-work niyo po has it um changed From uh, pre-pandemic to current state yes, now, yes. a lot of changes. I actually miss it. I, I miss face-to-face sessions oh. with the med students, with the residents. Although 
for the residents and the fellows. Residents, yung mga surgery, the ones just taking up general surgery, and the fellows are the ones who are already specializing in plastic. We're together in the OR all the time. So that's definitely face-to-face. Face-to-face teaching pa rin yun. We all miss that. Which is why... Wait, we have a chummy question for you, Doc. If there... Um, sa buong 15 years na experience nyo as a plastic surgeon, is there um, any case or moment na you think would be medical drama worthy? Actually. Sobrang... <laughs> yung feel ko, ano, yung pwedeng i-TV kay Doc, like, doon talaga ma... <laughs> or fall in love yung madang people. Para sa'yo. <laughs> Grabe naman. <laughs> that's a bit crazy. That that freaks me out. But um, none really. Walang some dramatic thing. But siguro what stays with me really are those just little notes and gifts I get from patients. They actually say the sweetest and the most eloquent stuff that blow me away. Parang out of gratitude. So I always like get so amazed. Maybe maybe the Filipino patient mabait talaga. But, but there's so much grace considering these are people who are sick. And then they manage to, you know, give those tokens and write those really nice thank you cards. So them, I, I keep them. I keep them in a box. Okay. Oh, I'm cute. <laughs> Actually, though. <laughs> grab, grab, feel ko, ano, as a doctor, and I'm going sentiment. Just like, alam, uh, parang, it makes the experience worthwhile talaga. Yeah. You asked me kanina, Shana, about yung being a doctor, no? I think it's this. <clears throat> now that I've, you know, I've had the time to think about your question. When you become a doctor, kasi, di ba, these patients, they come into your clinic and they're complete strangers. In an instant, mm-hmm. five minutes, you're into their lives. It's so intimate. It's priceless and precious. Yung the privilege and the honor these patients just mm-hmm. let you in. They just open the door and tell you everything. And then in another few minutes, they're literally putting their lives on your hands. Mm-hmm. Privilege talaga yon. Uh-oh. Something I think a lot of doctors don't take lightly. So it's very, very special. Mm-hmm. It's ibang level ng yeah, ibang connection. Level. Ibang level of connection. In a few minutes. In a few minutes. And it's like that over and over again in the 15 years of my practice and maybe I don't know how many more years after. So it's it's extremely fulfilling. I mean, the fulfilling does not even begin to grasp what that means to me. There. Gravid, I think having that kind of work, like it really changes you, not just like, you know, having the, the degrees and it changes you to become some someone better. Talaga. It really makes you... Alam mo yun, parang... Hindi <laughs> ko na ma-put into words. Kasi alam mo yun, parang nakakagaan ng medicine, medicine is such a good vocation. Parang yeah. inherently noble siya, like being a teacher. Di ba? Nakakatulong at nakakatulong ka. Kahit anong mangyari. And oh. I think I wanted to bring this up, Rods. We, we talked about this a while ago. <clears throat> when I train yung the younger generation of surgeons... I always tell them, talagang, di ba, we were talking about it, maybe people just fo- focus on the on the surgery itself or the operation, but equally important is the pre-operative consult with the patient and then the post-operative care. The post-operative care can actually last for years, you know? 
So there's considerable commitment there per patient. And it makes all the difference. It spells the difference between just a regular surgeon and somebody who's really competent and who's really excellent. So okay, when you leave no stone unturned. Um, yeah, all those things. When I, I tell them, you can have, <clears throat> every time you do surgery, in a sense, nakataya lahat ng diploma mo sa pader. Um, you can have a hundred perfect surgeries, but you know you might make a mistake on the hundred and first, and it can be career-ending, and you know it, it will make a difference to your life, to the patient's life. So you don't want to be that. You don't want to be that. So extra careful. You, I, you know, I think we do that, man. A lot of surgeons do that. We give it our all for each and every patient, even if it's such minor surgery. I really think na ano, the kasi kanina we've been talking about your the kasi diba it's work life balance and we've talked about how you do it with your life or it's like work is also so integrated into Mm-mm. how how it it, it does do you know ang hirap ang hirap isabihin kasi pero ano pero let's talk about the work kasi yung mismo work naman like plastic surgery like how do you Uh, what does it mean to be someone in your field, like specifically surgery or plastic surgery? Mm, did you want me, Rog, to, or maybe, well, you guys, the man can research it. But we, we talked, we talked about uh, being your surgical and non-surgical fields. Yeah. So maybe, I, I don't think we have enough time. So we can just talk about plastic. Ang plastic surgery, um, it's basically two parts. It can be cosmetic or aesthetic, which means making something better than what's already there. And then there's also the reconstructive part, which is rebuilding, reconstructing part of the body that's been <clears throat> injured by trauma or cancer or accidents or may mga congenital birth defects. Yeah, so that's what it means. And then may sariling mga subspecialties then yung plastic surgery. Okay. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> Medyo na, na-phased ako dun. But, Did ano, that answer your question? Yeah, it does naman. Though. Don't worry. Pero ano, let's talk about yung... Uh, ba nga sa, ano, sa plastics, it's more of like cosmetic or like you fix something that's broken. Just like, this was from yung discussion kanina. Do like people... um What does it... May drive ba to be something na... Kasi kanina you're, you've been talking about like either people want to have the change or parang hindi naman, di ba? Parang ganun. Like, tawag dito, are there instances talaga na like the plastic surgery could change or not change someone's life? Um, let's talk about, for example, the nose. <clears throat> um, yes, Definitely it can make a big difference. And it also depends on how radical the patient wants it changed, his or her nose. So some, and it's something you have to ascertain during the preoperative consult. So you have to ask the patient, ano exactly yung goals mo? Diba? You ask the patient, what do you find wrong with your nose? It's a long conversation. It cannot be rushed. And then, you know, she will say, oh, this is what bothers me about my nose. Ganyan. And then it's within your professional expertise to be able to advise the patient. 
So, sabihin natin, okay, sige, let's list down, mag-problem list tayo for your nose. Problem number one, uh, masyadong mababa yung, they call it the bridge, ganyan. Problem number two, masyadong bulbos, masyadong mataba yung tip. You know what I mean? Like, ganyan. Problem number three, masyadong flared yung ila. Things like that, no? Uh, problem number four niya, she wants her nose to look like a certain actress. So it's within your professional expertise and then you say, you know what? Plastic surgery can do something about one, two, and three. But to make a wild promise and say when you wake up after the surgery, you will look like this, that's not what plastic surgery is for. Diba? Kasi hindi lang naman nose yun eh. May iba, if she wants to look like a certain actress, baka iba yung bony skeleton ng face nila. Baka iba yung shape ng face. I mean, there are all these other things. So yun, kailangan mo i-educate yung pasyente. Kailangan mo siya i-counsel. Na ito, pwedeng magawa ng paraan using plastic surgery. Pwedeng magawa ng paraan using non-surgical measures. Pwede rin yun. And then, and then you have to be honest also na ito yung limitations ng plastic surgery. We, we cannot solve everything. So I think that's very, very important to get all of those out on the table. Yeah. Yung mga ganun talaga, it feels like it's frustrating talaga to like keep convincing na, ano, sometimes, maybe you don't need this talaga. Say, you know, it's really not in our hands. Yes, Raj, in, my, in all my years of practice, basta nakakausap mo ng maayos yung patient, you will eventually be on the same page. Yeah. It's although, although, having off. said that, yeah, we do have some patients na we pick up, parang repeated ang dami na nilang surgery. Sometimes, we actually refer them to psych. Parang, oh. baka kasi may body dysmorphic oh. disorder talaga sila. Yeah. So, it's part of the game. I mean, it's part of the, it's, it's part of the deal. It's part of the practice na, you know, you don't want to be subjecting these patients to all these surgeries kasi it will not, it will not solve their problems. It will not solve their complaints. They actually have a different. They have a different problem, which is mental. Um. So, uh, well, besides that, naman, are there some uh things that's like frustrating in your specialty, or things that are like hard to handle that some people, uh, aspiring people, should know? Training-wise, I think my training was very, very good. So we were trained to handle everything. You're trained to handle when things go right. And more importantly, more importantly, your training kicks in so that you know what to do when things go wrong. Right? That's the difference yeah. between a, a board-certified plastic surgeon and somebody who's just pretending to be one. <laughs> and that is probably, that is probably oh, the most frustrating for me because... The clocks. Uh, medyo lax, medyo lax yung certifying ano natin, even the laws in our country. But not just our country. Ha? This is a worldwide phenomenon. Na may nakakalusot talaga. People perform surgeries in, I don't know, um, hole in the walls and they're not really supposed to be doing that, right? Diba, Raj, we talked about it kanina. And I said, you're not going <laughs> to yes, do that to your mother. You're not going to do that to your sister. You're not going to do that to your friend, right? Right. True, true. <laughs> Don't do these, um, um, what do you call them? Parang shady things. No way. Um, so that, that's what frustrates me because some people think that in, parang there are certain plastic surgical procedures that are inherently unsafe. Actually, it's not. It becomes unsafe when it's being done by somebody who's not properly trained 
or it becomes unsafe because you're doing it in a in a facility that's not really safe enough for you to be doing these kinds of surgeries in. Mm-hmm. So that's frustrating because people have this misconception that mm-hmm. it's unsafe. Ganyan. Pero hindi naman. You go to a board-certified plastic surgeon, you have it done in a DOH-accredited certified na surgical center or a hospital, there shouldn't be any issues. Hopefully, may resolve. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, Pero, talaga. Naman, education campaign naman niya, di ba? So, ako, this is part of it, right? <laughs> I agreed to talk to you guys. <laughs> I wanted to put that in just to spread the word na, you know, surgery is, it's 2021 na. Ang layo na natin. Surgery is now very, very safe. So many measures, mm-hmm. so many protocols. So, dapat hindi na siya unsafe. Uh, tawag dito. I think you were able to make kwento. <laughs> make kwento kanina yung ano. Uh, something, the differences between uh, yung local na pag-aaral, pagtuturo natin with medicine compared sa, diba, would you like to uh, share? Abroad? Well, Raj, not much. I mean, Science is science. It's, you know, parang math, the universal language. That's why it's yeah. so nice to be in the sciences, right? Walang barriers, <laughs> walang borders, diba? I mean, so we're, we're all, I think, all doctors all over the world are pretty much on the same page. But having said that, iba-iba yung perspective, iba-iba yung approach. So I think I said that, Rog, in the context of um, you do medical school here, you do your like sub, yung specialty training more residency here, but I encourage everybody to take like a fellowship or subspecialty abroad mm-hmm. because it's out of your comfort zone. There's so much to learn. Um, you can see how they do things there similar to us and also how they do things differently. And you can bring home all these protocols or even technologies and feeling ko, that will that can only enrich medicine in the Philippines. So it's a good thing. Though from what you said, naman dok, yung training sa you in the Philippines, it was so good that you impressed yeah, it, people abroad. You, so. It made you be like something, ano, like very in it and pre- ah, very prepared para sa ano sa stem mo pagdating sa. Kasi nga, kasi nga ang laki ng population natin. We have the numbers. Mm-hmm. Surgical surgery, after all, is one of those things that it really helps you. Na mara, mas marami kang procedures na nagawa, mas marami kang surgeries na naperform. Talagang makatulong mm-hmm. yun. And sa dami-dami nito, doc, we have a question. How do you keep that, you know, passion for surgery alive after your 15 years? Oh, okay. actually, <laughs> I consider myself so lucky and blessed that I found that I was able to do what I wanted to do in my life. I found it and I was and suerte, diba? Parang UP trained me so well, UPPGH. They gave me all the tools to become a competent and a safe surgeon. A part of it, siguro, the passion maybe comes from from my patients also. It, it's nice, no? So you you want to keep on evolving. You know, naman that being a doctor, being a scientist, you know, you you have to keep on evolving. There's always so much to learn. There's always something new to learn. Yeah. So yeah. Truly, passion for learning. Passion for learning. It's it's more of like for the people, talaga. 
Right. Pero okay din yun kasi ang saya eh. Never ka stagnant for the rest of your life. You know, what's a nerd? Always a nerd, I guess. So, so if something new to <laughs> Sorry, this is very lighthearted na ha. I look at all the tools you guys have now for pre-med and med school and I actually want to go back. And okay, so sobrang nerd no. Sometimes I go to the Khan Academy videos of Organic Chem and just really look for those things that haunting me all these years. Parang, why? Oh my God. Oh, this is nice. I finally understand it. <laughs> you guys After are very, so very good tools happening. now. You guys are very, very good tools, right? Yeah, and accessible. Uh-oh. As long as you have met. Like, what you said um, about being a nerd, is that something that all aspiring surgeons must be? Uh, well, sige, let's be honest. Minsan, I think, you know, surgical fields are competitive. So, for you to get into a program, you do have to have decent grades talaga. Mm-hmm. I would think you have to be in the, you know, <laughs> a lot of people always say that grades don't matter or rankings don't matter. Unfortunately, I think in our field, they do. Um, and it's not about raw intelligence here. I think the grades kasi reflect your work ethic and your commitment. And I think it also reflects your maturity to be able to roll with the punches, diba? Kasi when you, when you come up with that with a good class rank and with good grades, that tells us when we're evaluating you for acceptance. That tells us na, oh, this was somebody who did the work. Hindi lang work na gusto niya, also the stuff that he or she didn't like. Correct. Because there's so, so many things in life to get to your main goal you also have to do a lot of things that you don't exactly enjoy. But, you know... You have to be flexible. Oh, yung ganon. Yeah. Tells us about how you work with a group, work with people, deal with patients. Yeah. So, yun. Grades are not everything, but also grades are everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. Of course. Uh-oh. Uh, dito. Pero Doc, um, with that said naman, yung like, syempre, it's about, minsan it's not about, grades aren't everything, but sometimes they are. Pero syempre, for surgeons, you're also competitive, uh, you're also competitive, ganun. So in your field, especially, they're like some kind of personality. Yung, yung, yung trope na sinasabi ka namin kami. Like, oh, uh, yung stereotype. from you guys today, trope. <laughs> Kasi Doc, we're curious. Kasi Welcome to our I think we, we, we found the keywords kanina, di ba? I said, siguro 1960s, 1970s, there was this, as you said, trope, no? Or stereotype <laughs> of like a macho male surgeon, di ba? Hindi na masyado. Um, maybe not really aggressive, but more assertive. And I think important to be decisive. At the same time, with those yung skills na yun, importante din na may attention ka to detail. Mm. We're talking about the importance of pre-operative evaluation and post-operative care. It's all in the details, you know? Mm-hmm. If something is going wrong with your operation or your patient, you'll be able to pick it up if you paid attention to the details. If you paid attention to the heart rate. Before the patient gets an infection or becomes septic, tataas na yung heart rate niya eh, even a few days before. You should be able to pick that up. Mm-hmm. Sort like of that. like um, waiting for... Parang um, ano, we also need, syempre you said nga, it's like important ang um, post-op, uh, pre-op and post-op. So like, 
siguro an important thing na rin is to be somewhat communicative and empathetic, right? Like, pakiram- pakiramdaman ka with the patient. Uh, hindi, sig- siguro Rod's more, ano, it's more, we call it the clinical eye. Yeah. So, of course, importante din talaga yung communication skills, no? If the patient kasi is comfortable with you, di ba? Mas, mas transparent yung lines of communication nyo. That makes the care so much easier. Yeah. Let's move on sa um, what um, final words or advice you can you have for our aspiring plastic surgeons. Um, just work hard, be focused, <laughs> be committed. But you know, having said that, I, I love your generation. I think I'm, I'm looking forward to having you guys join us in the hospital, join us in the field. No. Um. You're more, you're very comfortable with technology. You guys are digital natives. You have, honestly, I think, a better grasp of science and the and critical thought and the scientific method compared to the older generations. Ano pa ba? Um, you're more tolerant. You're more accepting of a lot of things, mm-hmm. really. At the same time, you're more aware of what parang ills our planet. Uh, I think you guys can actually devise better systems to improve healthcare in the country. So yeah, I'm, exi- I'm excited to have you guys. But yeah, you you guys do the work. It's not it's not. We talked about it, you know. As I said, it's not easy while you're undergoing your main part of your education and training. <laughs> Don't even forget about the work-life balance. Ibigay nyo na yon. I, you know, ibigay nyo na yon. That's that's your investment. Mm-hmm. That's your investment for the you know the the practice for what what you'll be doing to the rest of your lives. And UP motto, right? Honor and excellence always. Lagit lagit. Oo. In a very ano yan, hindi siya, di ba? Hindi siya hindi mababaw yon. We're not we're not mouthing parang cliches here. We really mean it. Because I think in medicine it can spell parang the difference between life or death. The honor and the excellence part. There you go. go. <laughs> wow, salamat po sa tiwala niyo, Doc. We love you too. <laughs> we're also expecting na ano, makakasama ka rin namin in the future, Doc. Don't worry. <laughs> We're gonna, oh, we're gonna make you proud, talaga. So, so yun guys, so yun nga. So basically, yung mga nangyari niya, it's like, kung isa summary natin, mas okay na where the work is not really about you know cutting patients lang or like just making changes. It's something about being more connected sa tao talaga. Like you have to. You know, because it is a life-changing thing. So you need that connection, talaga, and you need that eye. Sabi ng doc, the clinical eye, bilang ano? Clinical eye. Oh, that's. Pahay na ipa opera yon para magkaroon. <laughs> Oo nga eh, parang pero kasi hindi lang siya ano, hindi lang siya um, skill, parang physical hmm. physical organ siya eh. <laughs> pwede ang clinical. It's a very good Netflix show that actually discusses all the aspects. It was a very good perspective, good view, good intro on what it means to be a surgeon. It's called the, sur- the, the or a surgeon's cut. Oh. 
I think it's four it's four different stories of four different surgeons and everything that I tried to impart in the 30 minutes this interview with you guys oh that that show did it so much better and a lot more elegantly and a lot more eloquently actually yeah so if for the mga aspiring surgeons that's really a good show that's a good show to watch No, pero mas personal po to and plus side na yung nakilala ka namin, Doc. <laughs> Oo oh, nga, Doc. That, oh, that's also something. Very nice else. meeting you guys. This is your Netflix. Think about this as your Netflix story, Ren. Yeah. Um, Raj. Hindi ako ganun. Yeah, like what you said, oh, we learned a lot of things from you today. Kaya nang sa pagpili pa lang ng specialty to go to, there was a quote, um, I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. So and also how you said na uh, we will be able able to figure out what we're passionate about and to keep our options open to experience everything. I will. We've taken note of that. <laughs> yeah, and yung ano yung mismong the work is a vocation. If you like it, if it's a vocation, it's not really that much work for you anymore. It's something right. that something bigger. It's not work. That's it's how, life. It's it's. Oh, it's life. <laughs> Yeah, you, when you know, in PMS, we give it life. <laughs> Promotion <laughs> lang. <laughs> nice. And then, you know, and then that 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 other thing then, uh, when you're devoting yourself to, you know, to the training, you have to give it your all, right? Para, ano, para naman hindi siya compromise. Right. So, ang dami natin siya ang napulot ngayong araw. How Actually, Doc is very fascinated about it. How, how, um, Surgery uh, has results that are instant and dramatic. How it's life-changing for the patients and also Uy, the lives of their family. Kinapakita ni Doc ngayon yung This Surgeon's Cut for our listeners. It's only... It's only four hours. <laughs> only? <laughs> if we have time. So, ating listeners, if you have the time, stream that. Recommended so, Doc, by a plastic surgeon. Any last words before we end? I'm good, Rod. Oh, you're good. Man. <laughs> <laughs> all the cliches I know. <laughs> yeah, actually, feel ko kanin. And dami, and dami mo I think that covers everything, mm-hmm. and it, it's enough to drive the future of medicine. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so we hope a lot of people would listen to this. It's been so inspiring, Doc. Thank you. It, yeah. It's fun. It's it's. I always enjoy talking to people younger than me. I <laughs> we should schedule our own an interview. There's so many things I want to ask you guys too. Aww. Actually, Doc, don't worry. We're we're also free for you, naman. We'll make time <laughs> for you. <laughs> But sadly, that's all the time we have for this uh, podcast. And so I hope you guys, our listeners, enjoyed the chat for today from Dr. Catherine Yapasadillo or Doc Casadillo. This has been Shanna Marie. Or Shanna. And this has been Roji. <laughs> I sorry. <laughs> yeah, this has been Roji. And that's for today's episode of My Status Cup of Tea, the podcast. My Status Cup of Tea, the podcast is powered by UP Pre-Med Society Baguio. Co-presented by Tiraya PH. The UPLB Society of Pre-Med Students. UP Subol Society Baguio. UP Namnama Baguio. UP Sikat. UP Biology Society. And brought to you by Simply Hope.